Today's daf is Ksubis daf Pei Beis, and we are 13 lines from the top of daf Pei Aleph Omid Beis. Hahu Gavr. Today's daf is being learned Leilu Nishmas Chayim Elazar Ben Yibadol Chayim Reb Shimshon Arye, and Leilu Nishmas Hinda Chaya Bas Hachover Yaakov. So we're at the last daf slash daf and a half of Perak Isha Shenaflo, and the topic has been and will continue to be. The halachos of nechsimelug. So, in short, what is nechsimelug? A woman that owns property, although the husband has chusim in that property, but she herself is considered to be the owner. Meaning, if it goes up in value, she's the one that will benefit from the appreciation. If it goes down in value, she's the one that's going to suffer the cost of the depreciation. So, it's her nechasim. At the same time, the husband does have schosim, and the schosim that the husband has is that he's oichel peres. Peres doesn't mean literally fruit, but any income, any hishtamshos that's generated by these nechasim are going to belong to the husband. So in the event it's a field that physically grows fruit, the husband's the one that's going to be able to eat the fruit. If it's a piece of property that is being rented out, the rental income is going to belong to the husband. If it's a baguette, the husband's the one that's going to be able to wear the baguette. That is the basic halacha of nechzamalog. The first mission in the parak discussed a woman that has nechzamalog and she now wants to sell the nechzamalog. What's the halacha? And all the different variables and the permutations and the different girsois and the machlokes tanoim and the amayroim that were nogeya that halacha. The Mishnah went me inyan le inyan and days. And the Mishnah discussed what would happen if a Shemeres Yavam has Nechzimalog and she now wants to sell those Nechasim. What would be the halacha then? And the Mishnah said that although, as it relates to a woman that's married, an Arusa or an Asua, it's complicated. But when it comes to a Shemeres Yavam, everyone agrees, Shemeres Venoisenes Fekayim, that if she wants, Lechatchila, she's allowed to go and sell it, she could give it away, Bematana, and it's going to be hers. What's the Chiddush? Even though right now, on some level, she is somewhat attached to this Yavam, so you would have thought that maybe the Yavam has some schusim of Nechzimelug, Kamashmal on the Mishnah, that being that all she is is a Shemeres Yavam, the Allah is if she wants to sell it, she wants to give it away, Bematana, there's no question, this is something that that she's going to be able to do. And then from there, the Mishnah digressed a little bit. And the Mishnah got into some Yavamas and discussed different halachas as it relates to schusim that a Yavam has in the Shemeres Yavam, and then schusim that a Yavam has in the Shemeres Yavam after he actually did Yibam. The Gemara in today's daf is going to go and dissect some of those halachas, but what we need just to begin the daf is that one of the schosim that the Yavim gets if he chooses to do Yibum is that he yarshins the Achamis. Meaning, ordinarily, when a man dies, there's a whole Seder Nachlois, there's a whole Parakesh Noichlan, a parish in the Torah that describes exactly how the Yerusha is bequeathed. One of the chedushim in the parsha of Yerusha is that if a man dies, leaves over no children, the halacha is, if his brother 
who has a mitzvah to do yibum does yibum. That is he is going to be the sol yoyrish. He's going to get everything. What if he does chalitza? If he does chalitza, then the hilchas nachlas follows its usual course. And in the event that the brothers are the one that are first in line to yarshin, then all the brothers, even the ones that didn't do the chalitza, are going to divide it equally. So if he does the yibum, he himself is going to be the yoyrish. If not, then that's not going to be the case. One of the halachas that emerged from the Mishnah that will be a lot more clear in today's daf is that although it's true that the Yavam, in the event that he chooses to do Yibum, he yarshins all his brothers Nechassim, but at the same time he's limited in terms of what he is and is not allowed to do with those Nechassim. The reason he's limited is because the halacha is that the Almana is entitled to a ksuba by virtue of the fact that her husband died. Stating that, in the event that Yibum takes place, the ksuba is not paid out yet. When will it be paid out? When the marriage associated with the Yibum is going to be terminated. So if the Yavam is going to die at a future date, or if he's going to give the Yavam a get, it's at that point the Ksuba is going to be paid out. But one of the Chidushim in Yavamis is that when the Yavam pays out the Ksuba, he pays not from his own Nechassim, but he pays It's something that only needs to be paid out from all the Nechassim that he ashen, which basically means that when a Yavam does Yibum, so it's true he yarshins the Nechassim, but these Nechassim are Meshubit to the Ksuba of the woman. And it's for that reason Chazal limited what the Yavam is allowed to do with these Nechassim. And the reason is because they wanted to make sure the Nechassim are going to be around, that in the event of, if it's ever going to be necessary, it's like this, he'll be able to pay out the Ksuba. Okay, so what was the nature of this limitation? What could he do? What could he not do? So Chazal actually spun it in a very interesting way, which makes it very much me'inyan le'inyan, ba'isa inyan, tar barak, and that is Chazal viewed the Yavam schusim in the estate of his brother that he inherited, like they viewed the Baal benichse ishtoi with a nechsemolog. And that is, we say that the brother has full schusse hishtamshus in the estate, meaning he's oichel peiros, but at the same time, the guf is something that is going to have to remain in his possession. It's not something that he's going to be able to sell. So it's like Nechzimalug in the sense that although he has schusim in it, but it's only the schus peris, he doesn't have the schus in the guf. Now it's not like Nechzimalug, because by Nechzimalug, she's the one that owns the guf. He has the peris. Over here, he really owns everything. It's just a restriction. It's just a limitation that Chazal said that you're not going to be able to just go and do whatever you want with it. What can you do? You're able to eat peris. So with that introduction, which will become a lot more clear as we go through the daf. The Gemara is going to begin, and the Gemara is going to tell a story. A story that's going to begin in Pompadisa with the great Amoira Rav Yosef. Whenever there's Rav Yosef, there's Abaya. And as we'll see, there was a little bit of drama as it relates to this Maisa Shahoya Kachoya, which goes into the gut of the Sugis that we're learning right now. So, the Gemara, 13 lines from the top of Daf Pei Aleph Amid Beis. There was a man to whom a Yavama fell in Pumpadisa, meaning Reuven and Shimon were brothers, Reuven died, he left over no children, and now Reuven's wife fooled Liyibum to Shimon. But there wasn't just Shimon. 
like in many of the Yavama's cases, they were Arba Achin, or maybe even more than that. Either way, Bo Achua, Nemifsel Allah Begita Mine. Shimon was the oldest of the brothers, and because he was the oldest of the brothers, he's the one that has the mitzvah to do Yibam. The Allah is, it's a Mishnah in Yavama, it's a Parakachayl, it's mitzvah begadal Yab. So he wanted to do Yibam. But the brothers didn't want him to do Yibam. And the reason they didn't want him to do Yibam is because if he does Yibam, he's going to Yarshin. If he doesn't do Yibum and he does Chalitza, it seems like they were all the Yarshim, they would divide the Yerusha equally. So it was very much in their financial interest for him to do Chalitza and not do Yibum. The problem is, he wanted to do Yibum. So they had an Eitzah. The Eitzah was, the halacha is, that if one of the brothers gives a get to the Yavama, so the halacha is, at that point, you can't do Yibam anymore. And this is Perak Rabbi Gamliel, the fifth Perak of Masech Yavamas. The reason is because Chazal viewed a get that a Yavam gives to a Yavama on a Durabana level, like Chalitza that was done between a Yavam and a Yavama. And just like if Chalitza is done, Kivan Shaloi Bano Shuvlo Yivna, so too, if you give a get, at that point, not the brother that gave the get, and not any of the brothers, not any of the Yavamas, you can't have any Maisa Yibum anymore. So, what happened was this brother Shimon wants to do Yibum, and but the brothers were trying to prevent him from doing Yibum because they didn't want him to get the whole Yerusha. So, the idea was they would give a get. Now, to give a get is easy because you can give a get Bal Karcha. Rashi says, what were they going to do? They were going to throw the get. What does Rashi mean, throw the get? Meaning, they didn't even need her consent. You can give a get. Now, there's a Chaim Rabbeinu Gershon against it, but this is obviously before the Chaim Rabbeinu Gershon. And just like a real Gerish, there's a whole Perakazoyrek in the Sachtis Gitten that talks about a man that divorces his wife, Balkarcha, the Gerish, is a Gerish. So, so too in the world of Yavamas. If somebody would give a get to a Yavama, Balkarcha, that loch is at that point. So, so easy. Just be Mekayim Perakazoyrek, throw it into her Chatzar, make sure it's Karavla, whatever. And like this, she's going to be divorced. So, the brother tried stopping them. See, he figured he'll try to negotiate them off the cliff, right? So Amal Lahui told him, My daite, why are you giving her a get? Mishum Nixi? Oh, I know why. Oh, because you don't want me to yashin it. Nah, Nabi Nixi Polignolach. Don't worry about it. I'll divide the Yerusha with you. I give you my word. I'm going to divide the Yerusha with you. Now, the truth is, is a Machloikis Rishonim what exactly he did when he said, Some say he just gave him his word. Other Rishonim say they actually did a Kenyan. But either way, the story happened in Pompadisa and it was presented. To Rav Yosef. Now here the Gemara doesn't tell us what the rest of the story is. It's a shtickle implied, but later on that Pebeza Aleph, it's going to be Mefurish that this person ended up being a Ramoy. The Gemara is going to refer to this Marbaravasha as a Pumpidisa Ramoy. He was Mamash, he was a, a real Ramoy. So what he did was not what he said he was going to do. Meaning, they were mask him not to give the get, he did Yibum, and then he said, what should I tell you? It's not okay. Regardless, the child was presented to Rav Yosef. I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, "Keep it." I'm Rabban Lloyd Lisbon. Being that the Rabbanon said that a Yavam can't sell the nechassim of his brother before he does yibum. Therefore, Afal Gaf Dezavin. Even if he does sell it, Loy have Zvine Zvini. The mecher is not going to be a mecher. Now, said Rabbi Yosef, how do I know that a yavam can't sell the nechas? And the Tanya surprised Misha made somebody does v'niach shemeres yavam, and he left over shemeres yavam v'niach nechasin b'meyamana, and he left over nechasin that were worth a hundred mana. Afal Misha ksubas ain't elamana. Even though the ksuba is only worth a mana, loyimker you're not allowed to sell it. Shekol nechasav achron liksubas because all the nechasim. Meaning, even though there's so much more money than the Ksuba, but at the same time, that loch is, you now let us sell it. Now, we'll see, even after the Yibum, we mentioned it briefly in the introduction, you can't sell it. But this was before the Yibum. So at that point, when he cut 
the deal together with his brothers, he had no ability to sell. And being that he had no ability to sell, so Rabbi Yosef said, so he couldn't make a deal. Meaning, if he has the ability to transact with this money, he could sell it, for example, he could give it to somebody so he can make a Kenyan or maybe even work out a deal with his brothers and it's going to be effective. But said Rabbi Yosef, that being that he couldn't sell it because that's the halacha, so he had no ability to negotiate a deal with his brothers. So anything he said is not going to be okay. But Rabbi Yosef was saying a little bit of a chiddush. What was the chiddush? Right, look at his lashon. Even the Amr Rabbanu leLizvon Afalgaf dezovin leHaves Vine Zvini. Being that he's not allowed to sell it, so even if he does sell it, it's not going to be chal. Rabbi Yisroel brought a raya from a brayso. What do you see in the brayso? Again, Misha Meis Vinech Shemeres Yavu Nech Nachasim Meyamana Afal Bishak Zubasa In Elamana Lo Yimka. You see, he can't sell it. You don't see that if he sells it, it's not a mecha. That's Rabbi Yosef's leap of faith. That's Rabbi Yosef's shtickle tire already. He's saying that being that you can't sell it, how do I know you can't sell it from that price? Because it's Meshubah Tuxuba. Even after the Yibam, you can't sell it. now. So if you're going to sell it, it's not going to be a mecha. So Amalei Abayi, this is where Abayi comes in. And Abayi tells Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, I agree with you. You have a Mufurish of Rice that you're not allowed to sell it. And really, if this man would try selling, it wouldn't be okay. But just because he can't sell it, that means that if you sold it, it's not going to be effective. In the first Mishnah of the Perek, Beshamai says, Timkar What was the case? It was the second of the five cases where a woman yarshined Nechasim when she was in Arusa, and then she sold it when she was in Arusa. So Beshamai says she could sell it like Katchilo, and Beisul says, You're not allowed to sell it. Everybody agrees, meaning even Beisul that said, like Timkar, agrees in Machra, if she sells it. Vinnaston, she gives away the Matana. Kaim, it's going to be Kaim. So you see the footage that there's no. Halacha that says that just because you can't sell something, if you sell it, it's not going to be chal. So Abayi told Rabbi Yosef, I respectfully disagree with you. I agree the Yovam Lechatchilu was not let to sell the Nechassim, but doesn't mean that if he sold it, it wouldn't have been effect. So Lechatchilu, he had no real places to maybe work out a deal together with his brothers, but he did it. And because he did it, maybe it's chal. But just because you can't do it, that means it's not chal. The first Mishnah, in Isha Shanaf, that that's not the way it is. So there was a little bit of a standoff between Rav Yosef the Rebbe and Abaya the Talmud. So the Gemara says they decided that they're going to send it to Akas of Ashlishi, and he'll be Machri Abinayim. Sholchul the Kamei Rav Chanir Bar Papi. So they sent this question to Rav Chanir Bar Papi. Sholchul and Rav Chanir Bar Papi sent back to Rav Yosef. He said, "I passing like Rav Yosef. I'm Rabbi Yosef. When Rabbi Yosef saw the psak, he wasn't impressed. He said, "Atu Rav Chanir Bar Papi kipi talila." And it's an expression. Kipi Rashi says on his zomim, nose rings, jewelry. What did Rav Chanir Bar Papi attach jewelry to his psak? Meaning he didn't. Tell me any reason that Rabbi Yosef should be right. He just said, I agree with Rabbi Yosef. Okay, I don't agree with him. Now, Bishlam, if he would have had a Raya, Svara, Kavachimer, Shtakotaira, Tudinam, Alamdis, Asupalamdis, I would say Beseder. But he wasn't Toila any Kippi. He didn't give me anything more than what Rabbi Yosef said. So just because he said it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way it is. So they decided they're going to send it for another opinion to another God. So they sent it to Rabbi Nyumi Nechumi. He said that I agree with Rabbi but he added something in his telegram. He said, Rav Yosef, he said, but at the same time, I'm leaving the case open so that if Rav Yosef thinks of another svara, then other rabbis sent it to me. So the Rav Yosef heard that Rav Nyumi Braid Rav Nachumi is waiting for a shtuk on the car, not like Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef went out and he said, I'm going to come up with something else to be able to send. And Dok the Ashkach, he went through the Indian again and he found the price. So the time he went to the price, if somebody owed money to his brother. Ruvain owed money to Shimon. 
So this is a knech that we did not see in Mesech Yavama. So Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Reuven is going to die. He has no children. Every Yavama's case starts that way. But the Chiddush over here is that Reuven owed money, that Shimon owed money to Reuven. Umes. And then he died. And he left over a Shemeres Yavam. So Shimon owes money to Reuven. But his Balchoiv, the person he owes money to, is not alive anymore. So it says the Bryce Lo Yoimar, Shimon shouldn't say, being that I anyways am going to Yarshin Ruven, because I'm about to do Yibum, it's my decision, and that's what I plan on doing. So there's no reason for me to pay out this money that I owe because I'm just putting money from one pocket into the other pocket. I'm gonna pay Ruven and then I'm gonna Yarshin Ruven. It doesn't make any sense. Elam might see in what we do is we force the money away from Shimon. We buy karka with the money. And he eats payros. Now what do you see from here? You see from here that uh, Yavam is not allowed to just act freely with the money that he yarshins. Which is something, again, we sort of know. But you see more than that. You see that even with the Yavid, if he went and he tried selling, it wouldn't be okay. What do you see that? Because in this case, what we're saying is we're going to take money away from him based on this halacha. Now, if it's only a lechat chila digadin, you're not allowed to sell it, but but if I sold it, we're not going to be moitzi, so why would we be moitzi the money from him? Over here, this case, Shimon owes the money to Ruvain. So really, it's the equivalent of Shimon having had sold it to somebody and now make the decision, are we going to take it away from the Lekech, or are we not going to take it away from Lekech? So what's the difference taking it away from the Lekech versus taking it away from Shimon himself? It's as if he sold it himself. Right now, we're being Maitzian. So if the Halacha is Maitzian, as it relates to this Halacha, so consistently it should always be Maitzian. So Rabbi Yosef said, you seem a foolish from this Brisa that this Halacha of Leit Timka, when it comes to the Yavam, because of the Ksuba, is not just a Dilma Chatechila, it's even a Dilma Yavet. So he told Abaya, he said, Abaya, even if you don't want to agree that there's a general Halacha, that wherever Chazal said Loi Simka, it means that the Zvine loves Zvine. But here, as it relates to this specific Halacha, I think I have a, a Mufurish Araya. I'm like, Abaya, but Abaya told Rabbi Yosef, I don't think this is Araya. Dilma de Tavule of Maybe Rashi, the way he explains it, is Eitzah Toiva. Chazal was just giving this person an Eitzah Toiva. What was the Eitzah Toiva? That you should take the money that you owe Ruvain, buy Karka with it. It's like this, you're going to have Karka. I mean, we can't force it out of him. The reason we can't force it out of him because this halacha that says that the Yavam has to make sure that the money is available for the Ksuba is only Din Lechatchila, not Bidiyavid. And over here, it wakes up in the morning, Bidiyavid, because Shimon already had it. So for us to take it away from Shimon would be a Bechin of, of Bidiyavid, of Bimaitzin, and that's not something we would do. I, Chazal said that Maitzin Miyadim, they didn't mean that we would force it away from him. What they meant was that Lechatchila, you should, you should buy Karka. Now, why Lechatchila should you buy Karka? It sounds like from Rashi, and this is the way Tosis understood Rashi, that Abaye said Chazal was just giving this man good business advice. They said, that you just fadined, why? Because you were supposed to have paid back a loan, now you don't have to pay back a loan, don't go and spend the money, buy something like this, and you'll be right, that's what we're telling him. So Taisa says, this is a funny 
concept, number one. And number two, from all the places in Shas where Chazal wanted to give us this business advice, they picked this for Ponte Digger case. Like, why would this be the place that Chazal would have given it to us? It's Taisis Dibra Maschel Vidulma de Tavale Avdule. Taisis has a Pshat. It's really more Negea once we learn the Gemara later. So we'll leave it for now. But either way, so the Gemara says, this is what Abaya told Rabbi Yosef. He said, I don't think you have a right. Amale. So Rabbi Yosef told Abaya, Tano, Tani Moitzi, that Amr de Tavale Avdule. Abaya, it says in the Bryce of Moitzi. And at the end of the day, whatever the Pshat, Rashi Pshat, Taisis Pshat, it says might see, might see, and means that you have to take it away. No, so the Gemara says, So they agreed they're going to send this. Rabbi Nechumi said that if you have any more information, send it to me. He said, Okay, this is perfect. I have a new Bryce. He said, He sent back and he told them, This is what Rabbi Yosef, not to be confused with the Rabbi Yosef of our story, but He says, Oh, that Brysa, that Brysa is not a real Brysa. This is a Brysa that was never taught in the Bati Midrashas. There used to be Brysas that were floating around that were not real authentic Brysas. He said, This falls into that category. So the Gemara says, My timer, what's wrong with this Brysa? Meaning, it sounded like he knew this Brysa wasn't a good Brysa. No, this Brysa has a real flaw in it. And because this has a real flaw, don't bring me Rias from this Brysa. Rabbi Yosef was excited, he had another Brysa. He said, Oh, this old Brysa is not a good Brysa. Now, there must have been a Riot. They must have known for a fact there's some flaw in this brisa. So the Gemara says, "What's the reason?" Maybe the reason is because the money that Shimon owes Ruvain is technically metaltalin. It wasn't karka. It's metaltalin. And metaltalin's anyway is not meshubal Again, let's just get this clear. Ruvain died. He left over no children. His brother Shimon wants to yibum. him. Say this mitzvah yibum chalitza. This is the whole yivamis. Shimon happens to owe money to Ruvain. If Shimon owes money to Reuven, in theory, Shimon would have to pay Reuven. I, Reuven's not alive, pay the Yarshim. Yeah, but he's the Irish. So because he's the Irish, so at first glance, it would seem that there's no reason to make the payment. Still, the Bryce says make the payment. And what would be the reason? The reason would be because Allah is that although Shimon's going to yash and Reuven, but it's not going to be hefkeris for him to be able to do whatever he wants with the Nechassim that he yashes from Reuven. He's going to have many, many limitations. The limitations are going to be that he can't sell it. He has to make sure that the Karen is Kayemis. Treat it like Nechzimolog. You know the Baal can't sell the Nechzimolog. So the Karen is going to have to be Kayemis. And as a result, you can't sell it. So it's going to have to be. So for that reason, being that the, the underlying Chayv is Meshubba to the Ksuba of the woman, Therefore, you can't sell it. So therefore, Maitzin, we put it into the pot, you pay it, and you'll eat the Paris anyway. It's not such a big hit for Shemin. But at the same time, it's not free for him to do whatever he wants. But it all starts with the fact that we treat this like all Yerusha, that the Yavam Yashins from his late brother, which he's limited in terms of what he could do with it, based on the fact that it's Meshubah to the Gzuba. Now, if... Only Karka is Meshubah to the Ksuba, and Metalton is not Meshubah to the Ksuba. So it would be clear that this halacha, that the Yavam is limited in terms of what he's allowed to do with what he asks, would only be true for Karka, it wouldn't be true for Metalton. That's the halacha, Lukhair. That's the way it should be. I, it's not Mefurish, yeah, you apply Hilchis, Ksuba, and you'll know that this is the way it is. Now, this Chayiv is Lukhair Metalton. And if it's no Karka over here, and if it's Metalton, so what's the problem in the first place? So maybe the Gemara says that's why. That Meiram felt, Rav Nachman said that this is not a Mishnah. Because if you think about it for a second, it, there's no reason to apply our whole sugya to this case in the first place. But the Gemara says, I don't think that's a right. Because Dumer Rameir, maybe this price is Rameir. The Amar rules, Metalti, Meshabdi Luxuba, Rameir has a Shita. Then Metalti is Meshabdi Luxuba. Rashi says that Rameir, incidentally, is in our Mishnah, Dafpeyam, Bez, Ayin Sham. But either way, that Rameir, this is Metalti is Meshabdi Luxuba. And therefore, it's not a Muchach, then that. Uh, 
price is not a good price. I'll tell you how I know the price is not a good price. Because the Yavam Shimon should be able to tell the Yavama at Lav Balas Dvarim Didiyat that how do you have a right to tell me that I can't go ahead and do whatever I want with this chayv? Meaning, Bishlam, if your late husband was alive, so he's the Malva, so he's my Baldvarim. Being that he's my Baldvarim, he has a right to handle with me and to tell me what I can and cannot do. But how do you have a right to tell me what I can and cannot do? You're not my Baldvar Bechlal, so how could I be limited in terms of what I'm allowed to do because of Yochiv Ksuba? Meaning, Bishlam, what your husband already had. So that, as I'll said, is Meshubah to the Ksuba. But over here, I really have it. The only way we would be able to even get this into the conversation is if you had a schus to be tevei the money. You don't have a schus to be tevei the money. And because you don't have a schus to be tevei the money, so why is this even in the conversation? Meaning, there's no one that can be tevei the money for me. But the Gemara says, not true. Demur Rabnasani. Maybe the time of the rice is Rabnasan. The time of Rabnasan, Oymer. This is of Shibud of Rabnasan faith. How do you know that if Ruven owes Shimon money and Shimon owes Levi money, that Levi's allowed to go to Ruvain and say, even though Levi and Ruvain never saw each other, but this is the concept of Shibudid Rav Nassan, Tamalim, something from a Pasuk that says, the Nassan la sher asham loy. And the point is that over here there's a Shibudid Rav Nassan. What's the Shibudid Rav Nassan? The Yavam Shimon owes money to Ruvain, his brother that died, and Ruvain owes Ksuba to the Amana and the Yavam. And being that there is a, a connection between Shimon and the Yavama. A, a connection that gives her a schus based on Shibuddha the Rabnasan. So that should be enough of a reason then that you shouldn't be able to say La Baldvarm Didiyat. So that's not either a good enough reason to say that this is not a good b'risa. The Gemara says, Ella, you want to know why Chazal knew that this was not a good b'risa? Because you don't find any time that the Machmet Trey Chromi Bixuba that takes on two Chromis when it comes to Ksuba. Rashi says, Ksuba is the Rabbanon. And because Ksuba is the Rabbanon, so you don't find anyone that would have two Chumras when it comes to Ksuba. Why? What are the two? Chumras here. Sai were taking on Rameyer. And Sai were taking on Rabnas. I mean, the time of this price would have to hold Rameyer, the Metalkli is Meshubad Ksuba, and he would have to hold Rabnasin of Shibudid Ras. Right, don't think of Rabnasin as being a Chumra, the Shibudid Rabnasin, but it was Rabnasin's Chiddish. And certainly, most Tanam held Metalkli is not Meshubad Ksuba. Rameyer is the one that holds Metalkli in Meshubad Ksuba. So to take on both of these Chumras, that's not the way it works. One or the other, but both not. Amar Rav, Rav said, I heard Abaya who said, He was talking about this price, he said, It's not a Mishnah. I didn't know why it wasn't a Mishnah. Well, now I know. The reason it's not a Mishnah is because this price is all predicated on we don't say when it comes to a Divrei Saifim. The bottom line is that this was the Maisish Ahaya Kachaya. Where there was a, a Yavam that was about to do Yivam, the brothers didn't want him to do Yivam because they didn't want him to yarshin the estate of the brother that had died. The way they were going to get him not to be able to do Yivam was by giving a get. It's a great Yavamist move. He told them, Don't worry about it. I'll do Yivam and I'll divide everything with you. And Lamaisa, he backed off of what he said. And it was a major dintire. It was in Pompadisa, the story, and it was brought to Rabbi Yosef, and Abayah got involved, and Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa, and Rabbi Yosef Bar Menyumi, and different Amoyroyim intervened with regards to this halacha, and really in the final analysis, it seems like it was a, a major machloikis between Abayah and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef held that being that Lechat this Yavam, 
is not allowed to sell the Nechassim because the Nechassim are Meshubah to the Ksuba. Even if he already does the Yibam, he's not allowed to sell it. But the Yibam, if he sells it, it's not going to be a Mecha. Rabbi says, Rabbi Yisrael, I don't know where you got this from. It's Zichon, not a general rule. The first Mishnah, Isha Shanafla, you see, not that way. There are situations where you can't sell it, but the Yibam, it's going to be fine. He's still a Shita. In the second seer of the Mishnah, and a specific raya as it relates to this halacha, I'm not aware of. Rabbi Yosef actually had one b'raisa, but Amiram seemed to be machir that that b'raisa was a b'raisa mishubashas. And the bottom line is, this is the way the, the story sort of ended. Says the Gemara. There's like a postscript. There was a similar story that happened in Masa Machasi. And Same exact story. There was a woman that fell Yibam. The brother wanted to do Yibam, the oldest brother, and the other brothers didn't want him to because they don't want him to walk off with the Yerushan. So what did they do? They were going to give again. Amalei. So he told them, my daitech. Same exact story. What are you worried about? Imishum nichsi. You worried about the I'm going to divide it with you. Amalei said he told him, "Mistafina the other sleek the other pumpadisa Ramah." He says, "No, no, no, no. We read, we read the case law on this. We know there's some precedent for this, and we know that once upon a time there was a ma'aseh that happened in pumpadisa, and we don't want you to end up doing what you're going to do." Amalei said he told him, "Ibais, if you want." I'll do it a little bit differently. I'll do the whole Maisa Kenya right now. So let's do everything. Let's do a Maisa Kenya right now. It's like this. Everything is going to be in effect. Now, just to pause for a second. We mentioned earlier, there was Machlikas Rishonim in the original story. If there wasn't Maisa Kenya, there wasn't a Maisa Kenya. From this Gemara, it seems a little bit like in that story, there wasn't a Maisa Kenya. Because it sounds like the brothers are afraid that you're going to do what the Pumpadi saw. Ramah did, and his counter is, no, let's do the Maise Kinyana. He also did the Maise Kinyana. So Pasha, the Rishonim say that from this line in the Gemara, it sounds a little bit like there was really no Kinyan in the previous story. But either way, so he told him, I'll do a Maise Kinyana. Now, what's the Nakuda? The Nakuda is, is that obviously he couldn't be Maknet him for real now. Because he didn't own it yet. So what he was going to do is, he was going to do some sort of Maisa Kenyan now that was going to say that once I'm kind of at that point, the Mecha is going to be in effect. So the Gemara says, Even when Rabbi Dimi came from Eretzrael to Babel, he said, If somebody goes over to his friend that he says, I want you to do Mashiach on this para, let's... Make a transaction. But I don't want it to be chal now. I want it to be chal after 30 days. After 30 days, it's chal. And it's chal even if the para is in an aga. Meaning, Meshicha means you bring it into your rishos. But the chiddush is that you don't need it to be in your rishos at the time that it's going to be chal. Even at that point, it's in some common area. It's in an aga. That's going to be a fine. But said the Gemara, Marbarav actually said that Hosam over there biyaday. Over there it's biyaday for him to buy it now. So even though he doesn't want to buy it now, he wants to buy it after 30 days, it's going to be chal. But over here the Yovan can't sell it now. Why can't he sell it? Because he doesn't even own it now. I mean that he doesn't even own it now, he can't sell it now. So therefore to do a Kenyan to say that it's going to be chal for after I already acquired it, right? It's like a gather of and it's for that reason it's not going to it's not going to work. So the Gemara says, Derech Agav. We just mentioned that Rav Dimi said the name Rav Yoichanon. If someone tells his friend, is that true? came, he said the name Rabbi Yechanan, like Kani, that really it's not going to be Chal. So you see, it's, it's not Chal. What, what did Rabbi Yechanan say? Did he say it is Chal? Or did he not say that? The Gemara says, like Kasha, it depends. If he wants the Kenyan to actually be Chal after 30 days, then it's not going to be Chal. If he wants it to be Chal now, the Mafreya after 30 days, then it could be Chal. But the bottom line is, it's only Negea, all these Kenyanin, if you actually 
are biyadeh to do it right now. But this Yavam wasn't biyadeh to do it right now, and being that he wasn't biyadeh to do it right now, therefore it wasn't chabomine me ulo. The Bnei Yeshiva asked Ulo the following question. Yibem ve'achake chak chilek mal. What happens if uh, a brother did Yibem, the oldest brother, and now he wants to divide up the state amongst his other brothers? Is it okay or is it not okay? So he told him back, you can't do it. Why can't he do it? Because it's Meshavah Tereksubo. What if first he divided it before the Yibam and then he did Yibam? What's the Allah? It's not good. Maskele Rav Sheishis. So Rav Sheishis says, Hash the Yibam v'achachid v'achid 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 first he did Yibam and then he did the Yachloiku. It's not good. Then certainly at first he did the Yachloiku and then you did the Yibam. When you did the Yibam, it's yours already. You can't divide it. So certainly before it's yours, you shouldn't be able to do it. The says, that's Pasha. It's Pasha. If this was like a Shulchan Arach, we would never say both Allahs because you would know both. These were two stories, and one story was Chilik Vachachibem and Ula Paskin Layasaf Laikum, and the other one was Yibim Vachachilek and Ula Paskin Layasaf Laikum. He also said, Ravan, I'm Reishlakish. When Ravan came, he said over the name, not of Rabbi Yechonon, but of Reishlakish, Ben Yibim Vachachachibem, Ben Chilik Vachachachibem, Layasaf Laikum, the Hilchasa, Layasa, the Laikum. So going back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah, again, was discussing different halachas related to a Shemeres Yavam. Why are we talking about a Shemeres Yavam? This is not Yavamis. Some of the Dafim feel as hard as Yavamis, but they're not Yavamis. But we're discussing Oishan Shanafullah Nechassim as it relates to her Nechassim Could she sell? Could she not sell? What Shechassim does her husband have in the Nechassim Alok? So Me'inyan Le'inyan, very importantly, we're discussing the same exact halachas as it relates to a Shemeres Yavam. The Mishnah digressed a little bit, talked about the laws of Yibum, and the Mishnah mentioned the halacha that we know from Yavamis, and that is that the Yavam that does Yibum, he yarshins all the Nechassim. But this Mishnah already said a chidus. This Mishnah said that although the Yavam yarshins, but at the same time there's limitations and there's restrictions in terms of what it is he's allowed to do. So I think it's good to see just a, a few lines of the Mishnah on that Peyamibes. So the Mishnah says, If Reuven, when he died, he left over money, Shimon has to take the money to buy karka. And he's going to be able to eat the peris, but the karen is going to be kayemis. Not that it belongs to her, but it'll be karka. If Reuven left over peris karka, so again, Shimon takes those peris, to buy karka, because if he's going to simply eat the peris, the karen will be gone. So what we do is we buy karka, which will generate peris, but at the very least, the value of the peris will remain to the ksuba. What if it's to the karka? Meaning, what if the peris are to karka? I'm Rameyer. Rameyer said, the peris, Rameyer says that if you if Reuven, when he died, left over Karka, and there were Paris that were attached to the Karka, so the Karka that is just Karka, not the Paris, that remains, but the Paris that are Mechubar and the Karka are viewed as Karka, but Karka that's not Oysa Paris. I mean that it's viewed as Karka that's not Oysa Paris, you have to sell it and take the money, buy regular karka, and again, like this is going to be oyster pears. But the, really, the Chiddush of Rameyer is that the pears and the karka are treated as 
Karka, as Karen, not as Peres, as a result, it's included in the halacha of Yulokech Bem Karka. The Chachamim Oyrim, the Chacham argued on the last point. And they said, Peres HaMechubarim Bekarka Shaloi. As it relates to Peres HaMechubarim Lekarka, that's going to belong to him, because we look at Peres HaMechubarim Lekarka as being not Karka, as being Peres. I mean that he gets to Peres, this is going to be his. So we have a machloikas between Rameir and the Chacham. This is the part of the Mishnah we need to focus on right now. If Ruven died, he left over Karka with Peres HaMechubar and Lekarka. Who gets the Peres HaMechubar and Lekarka? According to Rameir, the Peres HaMechubar and Lekarka are regular Karen. It's Karen that's Enois of Peres. So therefore, you lock Echbem Karka. According to the Chachamim, the Peres HaMechubar and Lekarka are Peres. I mean that the Baal gets the, the Peres, so therefore he's going to keep it. So if I asked you, what's Poshibshan in this halacha? What's Pashup Shan in the Machlik's Ramein the Chachamim? You'd say, oh, it's, it's obvious. It's Ramein in the Chachamim, Lishita Sayu, in the Mishnah, Dafayin Pesamad Aleph. When it comes to a regular case of Nachsamalog, Yisha Shanafla Nachasim, so what happens if she brings into her marriage Karka with Peter, Samach Hubar and the Karka? There was Machlik's Ramein the Chachamim, according to Ramein, it's Karen, according to the Chachamim, it's Peter. And we spoke out a whole Pshat and what the Machlik is. Do we look at when it grew? Do we look at when the Talisha was? But the bottom line is, you would think for sure that this Machlik is Lishita Sayu. It's beautiful, it's very Matim. And the is, is that we treat the Yavam benechse achiv like the Baal benechse ishtoy, that the Karen must re- remain, and it's the, oh, the Ach that gets to eat the Paris, just like the Baal that was able to eat the Paris. So this question of Paris, it's mamish, the same exact machloike, stating that, although it would seem to us as being mamish l'shita sayu, the Gemara has a problem. The Gemara comes and the Gemara asks Akasha. Faith the Gemara, the Chacham and Moimrim, Peres Hamachubar on the Karka Shaloi. Am I? Why is that the case? Hakol Nechasev Achroim Ve'arvon Luksubasa. It's attached to the ground, and if it's attached to the ground, it's Meshuba to the Ksuba. And if it's Meshuba to the Ksuba, why is the Baal allowed to eat it? Faith Rashi. Why does the Gemara have a problem with this? The Chacham Lashitasayu. We just spoke at the introduction, not for the Gemara, for the Rashi, because. It's the same Chacham. The Chacham and Mother, we look at it as Paris. The Baal's always like a Paris. If the Baal's always like a Paris, why should it be different? Baal Benechse Ishtoi, the Halach is, he only gets the Paris. Yet, the Halach is, if this Paris Hamachubar and Lekarka, we view it as Paris, and the Baal's allowed to eat it. So, so too, the same should be with regards to the Yavim and his brother. That being that the Paris Hamachubar and Lekarka are viewed as Paris, if they're viewed as Paris, so there's no reason that he shouldn't be able to eat it. So Rashi says this is different. And the reason this is different is, is because any Karka that a man has, while he's alive, is Meshubat his wife's ksub. Peres HaMechubar on the Karka is Karka. From a pure general halach, anoidim in a Karka is also the Peres HaMechubar on the Karka. And therefore the Gemara held that when he dies, it's not mistaber that the Yavam should be able to suddenly take those Peres and eat it. Being that it was already Meshubat. So over here, where we're worried about the Shibut Ksuba, that's what's going on over here. What's Meshubat to the Ksuba? It's not Meshubat to the Ksuba. There's no question the Paris HaMechubar on the Karka with Meshubat to the Ksuba. So that even though in the Sugis of Paris, Nechsamaluk, the Chachamim hold that Paris HaMechubar on the Karka can be viewed as Paris, but over here, where we're the sensitivity is the Sheba to the Ksuba, and for sure the Paris HaMeshubadam Luxuba. So over here it's going to have to be different, and that's why the Gemara said that even though I understand the Chachamim Ayin Tesamadalaf, and I have the Chachamim on Peyami Beis Al Shita Sayu to Ayin Tesamadalaf, but the Gemara's Kashin still is Valkol Nechasev Achron Ba'Avon Luxubasa. At the end of the day, the Peyros, anything that's Karka is Meshubit, not Talta, but anything that's Karka is Meshubit. But being that anything that's Karka is Meshubit, it's afraid the Gemara, the Chayr, it's Meshubit. 
he shouldn't be able to have it. Amar Eishlakish, Eishlakish said, you're right. To me, you have to change the girsa of the Mishnah, and the girsa of the Mishnah should not be shaloi, but shal, it's not the chamal ha even though it would be very gishmak if it was, and that's for sure where the toys of the Talmud Taya came from. He thought, oh, it's the same chacham, I just wrote, then transcribe that Mishnah, this must be the same Mishnah. Rishlaki said, no, it was a toss. Because over here, it's a little bit of a different cheshman. That's for that reason, here the Gersa has to be Shalakinsa, Harehi, Kish. These next 10 lines are Yavamis 101.01. So the Mishnah said that even though there's limitations in terms of what the Yavam has in the Shemer, it's Yavam, that's all before the Yavam. But once he does Yavam, Harehi, Ishtai, Vachaldava. The Gemara says, Michael, so what does it mean, Harehi, Ishtai, Vachaldava? I'm Rabbi Yisrael, Rabchanina. Rabbi Yisrael, Rabchanina said, Loyim is coming to teach me two Allahs. Number one, Shemagashra again. That once the brother does Yavam, at that point, if he gives her a get, or if he wants to terminate the marriage, all he needs to do is give her a get. As opposed to what? You don't have to do chalitza. Umachzira. Not just that, he could be machzigrushasa. So the Gemara divides these two halachas and discusses each one individually. Why would you think you don't have to give her a get? So the Gemara, or why would you think a get alone is not enough? Why would you think you need chalitza? So the I'll tell you Because I would have thought, You would think you need a get and a chalitza. It says, and then afterwards it says V'yibma. After it says V'yibma. And Chazal had a Havamina that the word V'yibma is coming to say that I feel noch the Lekuchen. Even after you do Yibum, Adayin Yivum in Harishayin Malel. And I would have thought like Tiski Labaget, maybe a get is not enough. Elabachalitza, you should need Chalitza Kamashwa, and that's the Chalitza. Machzirab Shita, why would you think that if a Yavam does Yibum, and then he gives her a get. He can't be machzig rishasi. Anyone can be machzig rishasi. Why should a yavam be different? So the gemara fast. Mount the him. I would have thought mitzvah the rama rachmana oleha avta. When the yavam did yibum, he was mekayim the mitzvah of yavam yavayaleh. But once he divorces her, vahashta take him aleh b'israishazach. But now already there should be a israishazach. Every yavama really is an israishazach. The mitzvah of yibum allows you to. Bypass and overlook the Israel Shasach. But the Gemara is a Havamina that as long as you're living with that original Yibun, then there's no Israel Shasach. But it could be once there's a get, maybe the original Shasach comes back, it's Chazavineir, and if that's the case, maybe it'd be us, a three marrier. Because now you're not going to have the Mitzvah Yibum anymore. The first Israel Shasach had a Mitzvah Yibum, but once you give or get, you don't have the Mitzvah Yibum anymore. The Shasach maybe comes back, and if that's the case, it shouldn't be okay. Kamash Malon, that's the Chiddush, that Umachzira. Faith, the Gemara, the Imahachinami. Maybe Taka can't be Machzira. Maybe the Israel Shasach is such a good Havamina. Maybe that's the way it should be. How do you know Kamash Malon? Amakra, the Pasuk says, Ulakachaloi the Isha, Kivan Shalakha, Nasis Ke Ishtai. It says, Ulakachaloi the Ishtai. From there I learned that it's Nasaloi Ke Ishtai. As a result, the halacha is umachzira. Rashi says tchsiv leisha kroyaseira. The makaras will kachalay leisha. The isha is a kroyaseira, and it's from there I know this halacha. Tosis over here asks a, a very very famous kasha. This Tosis is is better known from Yevamis Tavches Amid Beis. It's tucked away here in Ksubis Pebe Amid Beis, and that is that in the event that the Gemara to Havamina that the Israel Shasach, which goes away when you do Yibum, maybe comes back. Why was the Havamina that it would only come back if you gave a get? It should come back after you do the mitzvah yibum. What's the mitzvah yibum? It's the first beer. It's only the first beer that's the mitzvah yibum. So if there's already a havamina, then maybe the Israel Shasach comes back. So why is that havamina only after the yavam would give a get? L'chura, the havamina should be even stronger. That maybe only the beer rishonah is motor. And I should need a lakachalay leisha, the extra leisha to teach me that you can even do a beer shneer. Meaning it's mavu in the Gemara that even in the havamina, 
that the Ishasach comes back, it would only come back after Gerush. What does Gerush Gerush have to do with anything? The Isra Ishasach went away. Why? Because of the Mitzvah Zibum. The Mitzvah Zibum is not the first marriage. The Mitzvah Zibum is the first Bia. So if there's such a Havamina, then the Havamina should be that the Bia Shniya should already be a problem. And Taisvah says that although in Svara, that's the way it should be, but it can't be. The Svara Hudalay Amr Achman of Yibma Kedela Garshala Arta. It's not a stab that the Torah would give a person a Mitzvah to go ahead and do a Bia Rishayna, and then afterwards go ahead and give a get because the Israel Shazach came back. So I don't need a posik to tell me that that's not the case because it's so obvious, it's so posher that that's not the case. What then do I need a, a posik for? I need a posik to teach me that you can be machzig rishasik. We learned Yevamis, Tavches, we spoke at a, a famous Avni Meluim that answers this kasha that gets involved in sugis in Yevamis but also in some of the general sugis in Nashim and Nazikin and Be'ezu Hashem will be posted as a related raid bike. Bavad basa so the Mishnah said that in the event that Shimon does Yibam, so now Harek Ishtar the Chaldava, but there's one Chiddush. The Chiddush is that although every married man has an obligation of a Ksuba, and usually all his Nechassim are Achroi to the Ksuba, that's the way it is, we'll see in a minute, but all his Nechassim ordinarily are Achroi to the Ksuba, but as it relates to a Yavam, the Ksuba is only Al Nechsei Bailo Rishon. So if Shimon did Yibam, to Eishas Ruvain, Ruvain's Nechassim would be Meshubat for the Ksuba, but Shimon's own Nechassim would not be Meshubat for the Ksuba. My time, what's the reason? Because Isha Hiknu Lehman Hashemayim. Because Shimon never really married this woman. Isha Hiknu Lehman Hashemayim. The Shatchen was the Ebeshtah. The Kedushin was actually done by the Ebeshtah. Isha Hiknu Lehman Hashemayim. And being that he himself was never Meshubat himself, it's for that reason... His nechassim are not going to be achroi for the ksuba. So the only time your nechassim are achroi for the ksuba is if you yourself initiated, you proposed. But over here it was Ishik Mulebishat. Now it's true, he was Goimer, he was Mashlim, all that came from Shemayim was Zika, and there's a machalik is Yesh Zika, ain't Zika, but this is Yavamis 101. Everyone agrees there's some concept of Zika. These are the words that prove it. Ishik Mulebishat, which is true according to everyone in Shas. There's no man that disagrees with this principle. And this Yesai, that's how we know everyone holds up the concept of Zika. But the bottom line is, is that because Ishik Mulebishat, Therefore, you don't have that Allah. Stating that, you have to read the not such fine print. In the event that when Ruven died, and this is the way most Rishonim learned the Gemara, Ruven himself didn't have enough Nechassim to cover the Ksuba, then Islam Mishani. Then Shimon's Nechassim at the time of the Yibun are going to be Akroi, Kedeshalai, Te Kalabin of Loitzia. Because Midr Rabbanan, a man and woman, always have to have a Ksuba. Why? So it shouldn't be too easy for him to give her a get if he wants to. It should be some financial ramification. That's why Chazal and Masak Ksuba in the first place. And therefore, even when we're dealing with a case of a Yavam, there has to be some form of Chiyav Ksuba that's going to be outstanding. So just to explain this halach a little bit better, meaning what we're saying is, is that ordinarily, if a man marries a woman, all is Nechas Machrayt for the Ksuba. Nechas that he had at the time that he got married, Nechas that he's going to end up getting later, everything that he has is Achrayt for the Ksuba. That's the halacha. We'll see in a minute, it was a special Hakanas Chacham. But every single thing the person has, Achrei Fedik Suba. When a man does Yibum, it's only his brother's Nechassim that are Achrei Fedik Suba. His own Nechassim are not Achrei Fedik Suba. It's very Bichidish. So this guy can be worth a lot of money, and then his wife dies, she's going to have nothing to collect. Because only the brother's Nechassim. If the brother's Nechassim go by the wayside, they're not there, she's going to end up getting nothing. That's why Chazal was so sensitive in terms of what he could sell and not sell, like we just saw moments ago. The whole daf has been screaming this point because. Only those nechassim, ordinarily a man, everything he has is meshubah to the ksuba. That's why he can come and go and sell and do whatever he wants. Ah, what's going to be with the ksuba? If anything he's ever going to have, every 
Besides for maybe metaltoli meshavu to the ksuba, but anything he's going to have a habit is going to be meshuba to the ksuba. Because I wasn't worried about that. But over here, there's a finite amount of what's meshuba. It's his late brother's nechasim. His late brother can't earn money anymore because he's not alive. So therefore, we have to be super sensitive to what he's going to have. The chiddush that the gemara is saying is that if at the time Reuven died, there wasn't enough to cover the ksuba, so then his nechasim kick in. But as long as he had at the time that he died, then shimon the ach hachai the yavim's nechasim are going to have no shaykes to this. Obligation of Ksuba. Moving along in, with the Gemara's Pirish of the Mishnah, and that is the Mishnah said, So the Mishnah said that a man is not allowed to tell his wife, this is already towards the end of the Mishnah, Your Ksuba is Munachas Ksuba. So all your Nechasim is Achroy to the Ksuba. Now this Line is talking about the Yavim and the Yavamas. So after the Yavim, the Yibam, so he's not allowed to say, The Ksuba is here on the Shulchan. So too, a man can tell his wife, not a Yavim. So a person can't tell his wife, Here's your Ksuba, it's on the Shulchan, right? What's the Ksuba? It's a thousand dollars, here it is. Here's the thousand dollars, it's on the table, go get it. Can't do that. And the Mishnah said it's Sai with regards to the Yavim and the Yavama. It's Sai with regards to a husband and a wife. And the Gemara asks the Kasha, Why do I need to know it in both cases? So the Gemara says, I would have thought, Where the person was never Meshabbat himself. The Yavim was never Meshabbat himself. Because the Ksuba is on Nichse Bailo Rishon. So over there, this is not something you can do. But over here, the Kasa. Where the person already was mishabed himself for everything. In this case, you would have thought it's not a problem. Kamash Malan, that it's going to be a problem. Now, the truth is, there was a, a machlekes in the Gemara earlier. Machlekes of Ayavirov, what Pashapshan in this line is. When we say that Yavam can't tell Yavam, here's Yuxuba, it's Menachas al Shulchan. What does that mean? Rava said, what it's coming to say is, is there's an Isser over here. But the Mishnah saying is, is that the Yavim is not allowed to sell the Nechassim. Again, this halacha that we keep on repeating, that the Yavim is not allowed to sell the Nechassim. I mean, he can't say that the Ksuba is here on the table, this is yours, and I'm going to sell everything else. No, because all the Nechassim are Meshubit, and that's the point of the, the Mishnah. Abai argued. Abai says, that's what it means. We don't mean that. What we mean is Mishum Eva. It's like an Eva the good thing. Like, it's, if he's already thinking about the Ksuba, right, so she's going to start getting nervous and paranoid. Why is, why is my husband thinking about the Ksuba? Is this something I should know about? And it's because of that that it's a problem. And it's Mavur, Pashtas, the Gemara's Kasha is that if Pshad and the Mishnah is like, Abai, because if the Pshad and the Mishnah is like, Rava, what's the Gemara's question that why does the Mishnah need to tell me that a husband can't tell it to his wife either? It's a completely different halacha. By a Yavim, the Yavama, it just means there's an Isser. The reason the Mishnah needs to tell it to me by a husband and a wife is to teach me that there's another element, there's an Eva element as well. But according to Abai, the Mishnah never told me an Isser. All the Mishnah was really telling me was Eva, so the Gemara's cash is my vechein. So the Gemara just says that there's more of a svarah to hear an Eva problem with a Yavim and a Yavama than there is an Eva problem with a husband and a wife. Because again, the Yavama's ksuba is very limited. It's limited to whatever her husband left over. And because it's so limited, so over there we're a little more sensitive. But maybe a husband and a wife, let's say he identifies the ksuba. So what's she going to be thinking? Oh my gosh. This is the ksuba. What happens if he loses all his nechassim? She's not so worried about that. The reason she's not so worried about that is, is because she knows he continues to earn money. So there's more of a sensitivity with the yavam and the yavama than there is with the husband and the wife. That's why the Mishnah had to tell me both halachas. Girsha, engla elok Again, Moving along with the Mishnah and Peyam and So the Mishnah says that in the event 
that he divorces her. All she has is her ksuba. Says the Gemara, Girsha in loy girsha loy. Only if he divorces her does she only have her ksuba. But if he doesn't divorce her, she doesn't only have the ksuba. Kamash Malan, and what's this coming to teach me? It's coming to teach me, Rab Abba's halacha that we had earlier on Daf Pe'alaf, on Aleph, that was the husband is not allowed to sell the nechasim of his wife. It's coming to teach me the halacha that the husband can't sell, not the nechasim of his wife, but the husband can't sell, the yavim can't sell the nechasim that he yashin from his brother. Where do you see it in the Mishnah? This is where you see it in the Mishnah. You see it in the Mishnah because the Mishnah says, Girsha. Which is mashma loy gersha? She really has more than the ksuba. Why does she have more than the ksuba? Yeah, because the yavam is restricted in terms of what he's allowed to do with the ksuba. So this is very, very interesting. I think it's good to stop here for one second. Rabbi Abba had said in yesterday's daf and daf peyalif that a husband is limited in terms of what he's allowed to do with the estate that he yashin. Talking about a yavam shimon yashin ruvein can't just go ahead and sell it, and that's what underpinned the entire daf. Gemara just said that there's a raya to Rabbi Abba from the Mishnah. You know what the raya is? Girsha inla elixubasa heradir. Dafke girsha inla girsha. Like Freyta Yisvis, the whole Mishnah shrayed that. What do you mean? The Mishnah said that if he yarshin ksafim, what do you have to do with the ksafim? You look at them karka, babaloichal peris. So it's Taisvis kasha, Taisvis dibra maskal kamash malanka rababa. And Taisvis says that you see from here that really all the mashmoyism that we had in the Mishnah, you could have been matchet. You could have gotten out of. Now, Lafio MS, we knew Rababa's Allah. We knew it already from the previous stuff. And we knew the Gemara was going to come out saying this anyways. But the only real raya, checkmate, there is no way out. For sure, it was from this line. From this one dick, I, the whole Mishnah, shrine it. Yeah, Lafia MS, it shrine it. Once you know the punchline, so it tries it. But in real time, it wouldn't have been Mukhach. I could have said the Pshan in this halach is this, Pshan in this halach is that. This one dick is the giveaway. And this is where Ab Abba was halach from. This is the Kamash Milan, Kidarab, Abba one, or two more Gemaras. Hechzira, Harei Kachala Nashim, the Einla, Ella, Ksubasa. In the event that a Yavam did evil, and then he gave her a get. He's allowed to remarry her. Megar should get a machzira, right? But at the same time, that when he remarries her, he's not going to have a chiv to give her a new ksuba. All she's going to have is original ksuba. So a yava divorced his wife. Now he's remarrying her. He didn't pay out the ksuba yet. So when he remarries her, do you have a chiv to give a new ksuba? Or maybe... When you remarried her, it's Aldas, the original Ksuba. That's the Mishnah. We know this already from somewhere else. If someone divorces his wife, and he remarries her before he ever paid out the original Ksuba, we assume he did it Aldas, the original Ksuba, and you don't have to pay out. So why do I need to know the Salacha specifically by a Yavim that's married? Because I would have thought, the Iyu Kasav La Ksuba Mine. Maybe that a man who divorces his wife, not a yav. A man divorces his wife where he gave the original ksuba. So now that you remarried her, it's Adas original ksuba that you gave her. But the Yavama with the original ksuba, the Yavam didn't give. Because it's on Lichse by Lo Rishon. So I would have thought, when he gives her again and he remarries her, now it's your marriage. It's not Yimum anymore. And being that this is not Yimum anymore, this is your marriage. So maybe you have to give a first a new ksuba. The original ksuba was the brother's ksuba. This is your ksuba. So I would have thought maybe you have a chiv, Kamash Malan. That's the Chiddush, that even in the case of a Yavam, you don't have to. Amr Rabbi Yudah said, but Rishayinah, in the olden days, Hayukaisin l'Psula Masayim l'Amana Mana. So, Ksuba would get a Ksuba Masayim, Amana would get a Ksuba Mana, by Maskinim, men would get older, Vlehayinah Yisam Nashim. 
and women didn't want to marry them. And the reason is, is because the women were only willing to get married if they knew they would get a ksuba on the way out, and they weren't confident that they were ever going to get the ksuba, because they were afraid, what happens if the man dies? The Yarshim are going to stop playing games with them. These are the sugis that are coming up. You could always hide, he doesn't own karka. They didn't want to get married. And he made a takana, a very important takana. And he said, that when a man gets married, all his nechasim, all his possessions, achroi for the ksuba. Of all the possessions, achroi for the ksuba, now I'll get married. Tanya Namiyachi, it's a brysa. So who said this? Rabbi Yehuda said it. And the Gemara is going to bring a brysa that supports this Messiah that Rabbi Yehuda said. But he's showing it the olden days. They would identify the ksuba. Meaning, the idea was, is that the Yarshim are going to hide the ksuba, they're going to figure out a way, figure out a way to circumvent it. It's being held in an escrow account. Where was it being held? It was Mavesavir. She would literally have it in her father's house, but it wasn't good. This didn't play out. You know why? Because when a man would get angry at his wife, he would tell her, You know what? The ksuba is there already. Why don't you just go take the ksuba, go home? And they wanted to make it a little harder. So they did was they put it in her shver's house. They put it in her father's house. Ashiro, it's not just that. The wealthy people, the wealthy people, they wouldn't just identify the ksuba. They would make it into a nice, uh, right? When they would set the altar table, it was mamish What's that? Oh, that's my ksuba. Right? So, nice ksuba. It was shalkesev shalzov. Anios, anios, and this is very interesting. They would make it, mamish, they would make it a toilet. But it still wasn't so good. Meaning, it wasn't the Sovia, so it wasn't as easy as saying, just go home and take it. When he would get angry, he would say, take your ksuba, take it from, you know, my house. Would see. And, you know, leave with it. And he made a takono, that the husband should write, don't identify the ksuba, that's not good. Not a good idea. But if you write, anything that you have, anything that you're going to have, that already calmed the women down. Then the men weren't getting so old. And like this, everybody was able to get married. And on that note, Hadron Halach Ha'isha.